0: Hey everyone, so we recorded and scheduled this short episode a few weeks ago, and since then, a white supremacist in occupied Aotearoa walked into two mosques with multiple guns and killed 50 people. Our thoughts are with all the families and communities of those killed at both the Al Noor Mosque and the Linwood Islamic Center. Uh, the names of those killed are still coming in, but we wanted to acknowledge this, especially before diving into a Purim episode, you know, with a celebratory tone, neither of us feel like we have a lot to say right now, um, but we didn't feel comfortable putting anything out without at least mentioning that this had occurred. So yeah, that's it for now, and here's the episode. Hello, everyone. Hello, listeners. So, we're hard at work at the next episode of the Trafe podcast, but today is a very special day. And why is that? Well, it's actually not today, but the day that this episode comes out (laughs) is the Jewish holiday of Purim. Woo! And on this day, we wanted to share with you an archive from a show that we've played a few archives from before, a show called Jewish Digest. Now, Jewish Digest was a community radio program that ran for several decades in Montreal run exclusively by Leslie Lutzky. And we found this old show where he went to a Jewish anarchist Purim party, and we thought that today would be an appropriate day to share it. And for folks in New York, we hope you enjoyed the J. Fred Purim spiel. And without further ado, here's the show.
1: Good morning. Welcome to the Jewish Digest. I'm your host, Leslie Lutzky, and I'll be with you for the next half hour. Recently, it was Purim and a newly formed group, the Jewish Anarchist Group, made a Purim party, and about 30 people attended. I was one of them, and to begin with, I spoke to a few of the people to see why they would go to an Anarchist Purim party, and here are some of the voices. Sarah, why do you like Purim? because, um, um because I
2: usually do all kinds of fun things.
1: What kind of fun things did you like to do?
2: Like you dress up and turn things up and make
1: noise. How are you dressed up? Who are you dressed up as? Um Queen Esther. Queen Esther. Are you having fun at this poem party? Yes. Yeah. So am I. Thank you very much, Sarah. Why did you come to our poem party? Um the traditional Jewish ways are not turning me on at this point in my life. I was very intrigued by the idea of the Jewish Anarchist forum party. I thought maybe my politics being quite left-wing, and radical, and borderline anarchist, that maybe this was a setting with people that I belonged with and who belonged with me, and all that kind of stuff. I'm looking for people to be a part of, and if I can find them within in my Jewish community, I would be very, very thrilled. That's great. And are you are you having a good time? Yes. What is a Jewish anarchist? What is a Jewish anarchist? It's a Jew, it's a Jew who uh, is against all forms of domination, It's against hierarchy, It's against the idea that human beings should be organized in, uh, according to states, and that every state should recognize a single ethnic group as being the legitimate one. What about while and queen Esther, do you think we should recognize all? They were Jews, recognizing in what way? Um, anyway. I have uh, my brothers name is York, so uh, I recognize him, and I know people who it, so I would recognize them before. There you go. You're a wonderful too, and thanks a lot. I've got an artist, too. Are you having a happy time this morning? Yeah. What do you have on your face? Happy, happy, first. Okay, heading back to our <laughs> party. Uh-huh. There were many unusual adoptions at the party, one of them being when we told the story of the Book of Esther, instead of making noise when the name Haman was said, we made noise when any authoritarian was said, being being anarchists, you know. And we had crackers, and as many of you know, these are traditional noise makers that people use on porums, so at every time that there was some authoritarian name, we would make noise with these things. And now I'm going to bring you a bit more of the anarchist porum party
2: other authoritarian Let's take
0: it. any
2: other big boss or even little boss okay. George
1: Bush.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay one day he decided to have a big huge party and that big huge party all the nobles from the land all the bosses from different parts of the country <laughs> I loved it. And they came to this party. Humming was there.
1: Humming
2: was there. Anyway, what happened is the men who were there started talking in a way that was extremely sexist. All of them started boasting about how beautiful the women were in the different parts of the country that they came from. And uh, one of them said, oh yeah, where I came from, the are, women are really beautiful. They look gorgeous. So on and so on. So, the king, Achishveris, said, he said, well, you all might be right, but the most beautiful woman in the kingdom is my wife, Vashti. The king um, called for Vashti. He wanted her to appear naked in front of all these drunken princes so he could show them how gorgeous she was the king, Achish Feren. So, so, so what he did is he sent to a messenger to Vashti, saying, come and appear before the nobles, I want them to see how gorgeous you are, and don't bother bringing your clothes. So, does anybody remember what Vashti said to him? I remember.
1: I remember. <laughs> she does not. That's it. There's
2: some has a very good memory. She said, fuck you. No, no, no. She didn't, she didn't say words like
1: that.
2: Yeah. Inversion. Yeah.
1: In
2: <laughs> yeah. So, she says, I don't want to appear before a bunch of drunken hooligans. Anyway, when the word back got back to the king, he was really, really upset. And... The woman has no rights at all. Yeah, that's right. And the the nobles were afraid if Vashti wasn't punished, then all the women in the kingdom would stop listening to their husbands. They wouldn't be the slaves of their husbands
1: anymore. Okay, and you're listening to the Jewish Digest, and today is our Purim program, and we're doing a program about the anarchist Purim party that was held a couple of days ago, and we were hearing the story of the Purim party as told anarchist version, And we're going to go back to that story now.
2: Um, (laughs) ...said... ...fine, you have the job. So, Haman was forced to be the person who led Mordecai around on this horse, his own enemy, who he was vowed to kill. Haman? Yeah, Haman's own enemy. And this made him even more incensed and completely filled with rage. Okay. Okay, so much for that part of the story. Let's go back to the to the court where the beauty contest is taking place. Well, what year has it take
1: like? place?
2: I don't even know. It was around uh, 550 B.C. Yeah. Approximately. 550? Yeah. Well, where am I? I don't
1: know. Cyrus was king of Persia
2: the that Um All right, meanwhile the beauty contest is going on, and Mordechai decides he's going to send his cousin, who he's taking care of. Who is she? Um, Esther. That's right. But her original name was a Hebrew name, Hadassah. So Esther's wife really was Hadassah. Okay, so meanwhile the beauty contest is going on. Esther is one of the contestants. And guess who wins the contest? Esther! Yes, that's right. The king thinks that she's the one who looks most like uh, Vashti. So Esther gets to be Achishverus' queen. And Mordechai, who has sent Esther, has told her, "Don't tell him you're Jewish. You never know when it might come in handy." Um, and when Mordechai found out about the plot against the Jews, he figures this is the perfect time. He goes to Esther and he says to Esther, "Go before the king. Tell him you're Jewish, and tell him that you want him to save your people, take back the decree against the destruction of and the you Jews." Know what Esther says, "Esther said, i can't be bothered because at least i'm the queen and i won't be killed so she said i don't want to risk my life i can't do that when more high ex- told her you're not going to, to escape the same fate as everybody else she said okay okay fine i'll go so she went into the king and she asked him for a favor and i'm making a bit of a long story short now but and her favor was to rescind the decree against the Jews. She explained that she was one of them. She was, in fact, a Jew herself. <coughs> and Achish Ferris
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> so decided, just as easily as he agreed to have the Jews destroyed, he also said, Fine, anything you want. How many is in your hands. Anything you want to happen to him? He said, You can kill. All of Human's family, <laughs> all the people who plotted your destruction. He said. He said, kill all the women, kill the children, kill everyone. That is it. <coughs> part of the Our forces thing, against thing you. All of your enemies. Um, human was killed on the same the same gallows that he had set up Why to to, to hang Mordechai on. human was not killed. Human was killed in the soil, Yeah. One of the bad guys, the one who wanted to kill all the Jews.
0: Is the guy who made all
2: the taxes. That's right. So he went to do it his own yard He became a baker
0: after
2: that. Okay. <coughs> the, the, the Jews did, in fact, wipe out um, hundreds of thousands of men. It's stated that they didn't kill any women and children, as the king had given them permission to do, and they didn't do any looting, as the king had given them permission to do. He said, take booty, take spoil. Uh, but hundreds of thousands of people were killed. And this is why we think that in the story of Purim, there is very little to rejoice. Even if the Jews had to stand in self-defense against their enemies, the destruction of one's enemies, hundreds of thousands of people is never anything to rejoice what
1: You're listening to the Jewish Digest. We've been doing our Purim program today. And I would like to tell the listeners that a couple of the Jewish institutions in Montreal would not allow flyers advertising the Purim party to be distributed. But anyhow, what can we do? We have to try to fight the power. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. So to all of you, l'chaim to life.
2: singing songs